Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Hello and welcome into a Wednesday edition of Sports Scene, ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch and talk some sports. Nicole is producing today. As you can hear, um, the throat isn't very good today. So I'm hoping to get a lot of calls, and I don't have to say much. I'll just nod my head. Well, I can't do that, though, because i got to say something. But <clears throat> just when you leave 80-degree Florida and go to a place that's 21 degrees, uh, you have a change. That's what happened. Um, so, apologize, but hopefully we will get through this. Um, some things we'll talk about today. Got a baseball game last night. A lot of young arms pitching, and I got a couple of emails today about why can't Florida do better against a, a, a team like Stetson. Remember this. Florida isn't throwing its top-of-the-line pitching. Neither is Stetson, for that matter. But that's what happens in games like this. That's what happens in these midweek games. Florida won it. That's the bottom line. And without Hunter Barco in the rotation this weekend, um, we'll see what happens with Tennessee. Also, I found this fascinating today that six Gators will be attending a summit to discuss the NIL. It's hosted by Student Athlete NIL. It will be at the College Football Hall of Fame in June. And I think it's great because you're going to have Elise Bauer, Trinity Thomas, Kamari Wilson, Derek Wingo, Leah Clapper, Megan Skaggs. This will be fascinating to see because we all know what's happening with the NIL now. And It will also be kind of cool to see this from a student perspective as well. In case you missed it last night in the SEC in baseball, Kentucky lost to nationally ranked Louisville 4-2. Clemson beat Georgia. Georgia's nationally ranked, beat them 8-4. Tennessee is playing only one midweek game this week like Florida. They beat Bellarmine last night. 9-3. Nine to three. UAB beat Alabama seven to six. Auburn won. Mississippi State won. Missouri won. Texas AM blew out number twenty three Dallas Baptist fourteen to one. Vandy beat Tennessee Tech. Arkansas beat Arkansas State. LSU beat Louisiana Lafayette. And Ole Miss, who's really struggling. 
at home got blasted by Southeast Missouri State, 13-3. to So Florida's not the only team that, <clears throat> you know, going through some struggles. All right, we will open phone. And don't forget Gator Softball tonight has USF. USF is pretty good. Gators are 34 and 9. USF is 35 and 11. They met once earlier in the year. Gators won 12 nothing. But that was opening weekend. And uh, they've got an ace, Georgina Korik, who did not pitch against Florida the first time. This is what Florida's going up against with her. Her ERA is .48. Just 27 wins, 25 shutouts, and 315 strikeouts in 204 innings pitched. Yikes. Those are good numbers. Now, Florida's seen some really good pitchers. They rank 18th nationally in scoring offense, almost six and a half runs per game. And they've won four in a row, and they've averaged nine runs a game in that streak. So it should be good tonight. All right, let's open the phone lines. 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. Nicole is going to take your calls today. John, hello. Good afternoon, Steve. How you doing today? I'm all right. Hey, uh, listen, you, you, know, you talk about these teams that, you know, especially the SEC teams playing these midweek games. And uh, I noticed that last week Tennessee played Tennessee Tech and they lost. But something that kind of struck my interest, maybe you have more insight on it, but they were using wooden bats. Do you know the reason behind that? I did not know that. But you, I, I'm not. I, I think you're allowed to do it, but I'm not sure. You are you I'm, saying I'm Tennessee was using wooden bats? Yes, I, I assume that they they had said I saw something on with their Twitter or whatever, and they had lost the game, and then that, that Tennessee was using wooden bats. And I just thought maybe, you know, you could maybe you know find some information why, like you said, you're allowed to do that. But I'm just kind of wondering why would they do that if you. I'm not sure. You get more. I guess you get more power and, and pop with the with the uh, with the aluminum bats. Well, I think some. I don't know if this is the case or not, but I'm going to guess it. Um, I think was that not an exhibition game? Was it? I I, I don't know. I don't I don't know either. I just saw like you know like a read stuff like that. I was kind of shocked that they had lost the midweek. You know it was. Tennessee Tech, but then, you know, going on through the stories that they they didn't elaborate why they did. I just thought maybe either you or somebody would have would have known. Yeah, I, I think that. the teams have to agree to that, and I think that they yeah. did. I'm looking this up here. Um, it was the first time Tennessee played any game with wood bats in years. So, I mean, it's allowed. Um, right. I don't think it's allowed in an SEC game. I could be wrong, but it was a non-league game, and the teams agreed to that and. That game that they played, I believe, was played in the minor league park. I got you. All right. Well, 
listen, listening to you and Jeff, I didn't get a chance to call in, but I'm just kind of, you know, kind of summarizing. I I was kind of hoping. I know Friday night games are kind of like co- they almost coincide with each other, but I was kind of hoping that, you know, if you go to the both ballparks, I'd like to see them maybe like, you know, maybe start start at, uh, softball first or something like that. I know probably I see that softball is also on TV some of the SEC networks, so that'd be kind of hard to kind of finagle the, the time frame. But it'd be kind of cool to be able to go to one and then you know sneak over and, and watch the other. Yeah, the problem is television rules the roost. Right. And, you know, when they want a game on, and look, I totally get that. I totally understand that because there's a lot of money with that. But, you know, in a perfect world, you go see one at, you know, one o'clock, you go see one at four o'clock, but that doesn't happen a lot. I got you. Great show as always, Steve, and I'll talk to you later. Thank you, John. Appreciate the call. 392-8255. At the bottom of the hour, Jim Duncan's going to join us. Jim is a member of the 1962 uh, SEC champion Gator baseball team that's going to be honored during the uh, Tennessee weekend. They're having a 60-year reunion. How about that? Pretty cool. He'll be with us. And then uh, Gator soccer player Delaney Talzo will join us um, as the part of our Gator Collective series. We'll talk with her and talk about Gator soccer. 12-14, time check brought to you by Hayes Chittlery, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Matt Lawson. The Florida Gators softball team will host USF in a, tonight in a midweek game. Both teams come in the game having won at least 34 games this year with the Gators winning 12 to nothing in their last head-to-head meeting. Live coverage is set for 5 o'clock. Following their 6-5 to win last night against the Chicago Cubs, the Tampa Bay Rays will be back in action tonight. Drew Rasmussen will take the bump for Tampa opposed by Marcus Stroman as the Rays currently hold a record of 6-6. Six First pitch is scheduled for 6.30 in the rubber game of this three-game series. Santa Fe Baseball will also be in action against Daytona State College following their 11-3 win on Monday. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Matt Rothman. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Southeast Car Agency at 310 Northeast 39th Avenue, the place I've purchased many a vehicle. In fact, I've done it for years. First time I met the Cousins family, I was impressed. I was skeptical. I really was. You know, you, you always bought a new car, and, you know, do you want to go to some place that didn't have any new car? You know, you, you go to a dealership, they have new cars, they, they have uh, used cars, but they only did one thing, just the best in late model, low mileage vehicles. Well, once I saw the quality, once I saw the selection, and once I talked to their sales staff and to the cousin's family, I was impressed and I have been ever since. You will be too. Go online, secars.com. You'll see the vehicles that are there. You can check them out and you can go see them in person at Northeast 39th Avenue. Test drive them, look them over for yourself. Their salespeople are there to, to answer any questions you might have. Also, in this day and age of high fuel prices, they understand that as well, and they're doing their level best to give you the best variety of vehicles you can make and have when you go see them. 
When you go see him in person, make sure and tell him Sports Scene sent you to the good people at Southeast Car Agency. There's never been a better time to get free gas. Get to Gainesville Harley-Davidson during the month of April and get free gas for a year with new bike purchase. The 2022 models are rolling in. Check out the all-new Streetglide ST, Road Glide ST, Sportster S, or for the most adventurous, Pan America 1250 Special. Get to Gainesville Harley today for a test ride plus free gas for a year with new bike purchase. Restrictions apply, no cash value. See dealer for details. GainesvilleHarley.com we're all on this planet together. So join Odyssey in counting down to Earth Day. With only two days to go, here is one thing tip number 20. Stop washing your clothes in hot water and wash your clothes in cold water instead. Up to 90% of the energy used in washing your clothes comes from heating the water. And don't worry, your clothes will be just as clean. Join Odyssey and together each of us doing one thing makes a greener tomorrow. What's your one thing? Ever wonder what's wrong with the world? Everywhere we turn, violence, political strife, wars, racism, and sexual sin, on and on. Why is it that we can't seem to get our act together? Well, the third chapter of the Bible offers an explanation that you may have heard before, but you probably don't realize the scope of what happened. When Adam and Eve chose to disobey God, that one choice had devastating consequences. Paradise was lost, and even worse, man's original sin had long-term negative consequences. You see, our broken world is an outward symptom of the sin that lives in each of our hearts, including mine and yours. But I have wonderful news. Jesus came to save us from our sins, to offer forgiveness and abundant lives now, and hope for the future that one day he will fix all that's broken and evil in this world. You don't want to miss it. This is Brian Wright, hoping you'll trust in Jesus, speaking right from my heart. For more on this and other topics, visit rightfromtheheart.org. Cox upgrades your equipment at no additional cost to help keep your Wi-Fi fast so you can keep up with your son. Hey, Mom. And your son's friends. Hey, Mrs. G. <sighs> All of them, including that one kid whose name you always mess up. It's Drubbin. I think it's Kevin. Seriously? Help keep your Wi-Fi fast for everyone with equipment upgrades from Cox Panoramic Wi-Fi. Requires panoramic Wi-Fi. Available software updates push to Gateway, and every three years you're eligible for an upgraded device. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Other restrictions apply. In 2022, everything we value is under assault. It's under assault. Our elections, culture, what it means to be an American. If you love this country, then you need to rock the red. Rock the Red is Saturday, June 11th at the Southeastern Livestock Pavilion. A day proud Americans get fired up for the battle ahead. Rock the Red. See Roger Stone, Patrick Walsh, Joe Flynn, and more. Tickets are on sale now but won't last long. Go to rocktheredflorida.com. Rocktheredflorida.com. If you love this country, you need to rock the red. We are your home for Tampa Bay Rays baseball. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world with the WRUF radio app. This is University of Florida President Ken Paul. You're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Phone lines are open, 392-8255. So is the email, srussell at wruf.com. Tony, hello. Hey, Steve, what's going on, buddy? Hope you feel better, man. Uh, let me see if I take up a little bit of your time so you don't have to talk too much. Sure. Uh, the uh, the uh, Tennessee game, that uh, that uh, Wood Bad game, that was played 
um, at the Smokies Ballpark. Yeah, the right, that's what I thought. Yeah. That's in, yeah, and uh, that was set up from the beginning of the season. It was like a promotional type of thing, wood bat game, you know. So, uh, And it just so happened, you know, co- coincidentally, it was probably Tennessee's worst, well, not probably, was Tennessee's worst offensive game the whole year. They only mm. scored two runs. Interesting. Um, so uh, it goes just goes to figure wood bats, man. It does make a difference. Uh, yesterday's game, Steve, um, I was happy to see Ursetti out there. Mm-hmm. He's uh, one kid that I've been hoping to see more of, especially with the struggles of the whole pitching staff. I mean, the kid pumps it in at 95, 96. Um, I'm thinking now that uh, the reason why maybe he only went one batter and didn't pitch that final inning was because I think maybe Sully's going to be using him this weekend, and if that's the case, I, I really hope so, and I, uh, and I hope he produces, man, because I think the kid's got a lot of talent. I would love to see him more out there, man. Uh, speaking of the pitching, uh, you know, with the 62 team coming in town, Steve, maybe Sully might see if any of the pitchers on that squad could have a fifth year of eligibility. <laughs> Maybe. You never know, especially with Tennessee coming into town. Could yeah. have some extra depth on that uh, on that rotation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> about their city, he only threw five pitches. Um, Correct. So I don't know if that, you know, he wanted to just get Milch in work because Milchin hadn't pitched in a long time. Um, but if, you know, if Barco's not going to pitch – then somebody else <clears throat> has to start, and then you pro- you're probably going to piece that together. You would think, in some way. Yeah. So, to me, there's got to be a couple of other guys in this series that yeah. got to step up and do something. Yeah, you you would think that Rosselli's going to be more of your long relief type because you would think then that Slater will come in as your third starter probably, but then that kills you in the middle relief. So you think that that's where probably Ursetti's going to step in for this weekend? Could be. So we'll see. Yep. The, yeah. The uh, the uh, NIL stuff. Real. I mean, you know what? Nothing's going to change on this, Steve. And you know this until there's some form of contracts, written contracts, binding contracts being written by these athletes. Because as of right now, I don't know how familiar you are with what happened with Amarius Mims. Um, he put himself in the portal, a former five-star Georgia tackle. Then he goes to Florida State, goes to Miami. There's rumors he's committed to them. He ends up just going right back to Georgia, mm-hmm. you know. And we had that happen here kind of on the basketball team, you know. Yep. They want to renegotiate their NIL contract or put themselves in the portal, uh, you know, get a better deal and come back. I mean, you know, this just can't be going on, man. This, 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 this can't go on. It, it just, just make a contract, find these kids to bind, binding contracts, like professional contracts. And that's it, because right now it's just a disaster, really. Well, I, right, I, was, I was having – okay, thank you, Tony. I was having this discussion um, about the NIL and about the point he just made. And yesterday we talked – and I want to get – yesterday when I got off the air, every once in a while I'll get a bunch of emails over a topic that we did later in the show. And one of them was with the NIL now, and all the money these athletes can make, is it okay to boo a college athlete? Because I have never believed you should boo a college athlete. You want to boo a coach? Great. You want to boo a pro player? Great. Guess what? Fair game now. 
And I hear all the time, well, they're still only 18 years old. If you're making that money, now I'm not saying they shouldn't. They deserve every penny they make. Okay, if you can get it, go get it. But that's going to change, I think, a fan's outlook. Because we've already seen, to Tony's point, some players go on the portal just to test the market. I'm going to test the market and see if I can get a better deal somewhere. Think of that. That's crazy. Coaches are going to have to deal with that now. So you go on the portal and then, uh, sorry, just kidding, I want to come back. What if a coach says no? I don't want you back. Now what? I mean, this is just fraught with issues. Byron, hello. Hi, Steve, I tell you, boy, it's amazing how you can get off a topic, and that just almost made me forget what I was talking about. But that's a great, great topic because I never thought about that. But, you know, even with, with what happened, at, I ain't going to call no names, but uh, with, with the, the Gator player, you know, you can call him now for accountability because of what he received. And, and, and do you boo him now? Because he's not just an amateur satellite person, which we used to try to say that was why we respected not booing a, a college player, I think, in, in my view. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. And speaking of booing, Steve, I called about, of course, Kyrie Irving, and I, I'm, I'm wondering. I, I'm, I'm going to watch that game, Steve. And I admit I'm a kind of a bandwagon Boston fan in Florida, but, Steve, I didn't just jump on this bandwagon. So, you know, I'm kind of a Celtics fan, boy, and I'm, I'm just interested to see how they're going to treat Kyrie after that $50,000 fine, and now he can't, you know, rebel. So, it, it, man, just the storylines in the NBA, Steve, is why I love watching it, man. And also in the Miami Heat, you know, just a shout-out to my Florida team. That we, although somewhere we don't have a team down in Central Florida area. But, you know, uh, Miami, you know, I was talking about Udonis and getting on Jimmy Butler. And I, Jimmy gets on my nerves a little bit with his – but, you know, Steve, I think that was good. Him And, and just shout-out to Eric Sprouster and, and, and um, the, the organization down there, how they've done a great job, man. Pat Riley, uh, you know, I, I just wonder when he hired him how, how good a coach he was going to be, but – you know, Pat, I, I take my hat off, man. Sports is one of the best NBA coaches now, man. And uh, Steve, the Minnesota uh, Memphis, uh, the two dads, man, Cat and uh, the, the other guy. Got the, it's just funny, man. Good, good TV, man. Sometimes the NBA go overboard, but loving it. Thanks, Steve, and go Gators. Byron, thank you. Uh, PG, hello. Hey, Steve. Uh, oh, PG, let me ask you a question. I just, I'm up against yeah. a break here, and I have a guest coming up. Can I ask you to call back after the guest? Yeah, we'll do. Okay, I, I want to talk to you. I want to get you, but I want to give you time, and I want to yeah, have to yeah. rush you. So All please right, call man, back, and I'll get you. Okay, thank you. Twelve twenty-seven. Time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. There's going to be a sixty-year reunion of the nineteen sixty-two Gator baseball SEC champs this weekend. We're going to talk to a member of that team next. ESPN ninety-eight one FM eight fifty AM WRUF. From the College of Journalism and Communications, ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. 
Longer days, warmer weather. This is the time of the year you need to be enjoying life without joint pain. Hey, it's Steve Russell. Time to call QC Kinetics. They're helping people here and all over America get real, lasting pain relief. They use highly concentrated, cutting-edge, natural, biologic treatments that can restore and repair damaged joint tissue, getting to the root of the pain. It's life-changing. You can get back to moving like you used to with no drugs, surgery, and downtime. If you have nagging pain in your knees, hips, shoulder, or back, and you're done with steroids and pain meds, call QC Kinetics. And if they're telling you surgery is your next option, don't do it. Call QC Kinetics for a free consultation and free second opinion. Learn more about these amazing natural biologic treatments. Enjoy this time of year doing what you love. Call the local medical professionals at QC Kinetics now. Now with offices in Ocala and the Villages, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. One thing I like about IDC is we're very transparent. Meet John DiSavatino, manager at International Diamond Center. Somebody comes in and they're looking for a diamond. We're very transparent on what that diamond is. In fact, at IDC, they'll share with you the inside secrets of the diamond industry. Teach you how to buy like a dealer buys with a no-holds-barred diamond education, including how to value a diamond on the world market. We don't believe on creating an artificial markup and then coming down on the price, which you'll see a lot of our competitors will do. We even have customers that'll leave other jewelry stores, walk in here, and and then the other jewelry stores calling them again and taking another $1,000 off the price. Well, what was the real price? It's different at IDC because there's nothing to hide. No pricing games, no tricks, no old-school ridiculous margins. We look at overall volume. We're not looking at trying to make this huge profit. It's all about putting you first and respecting your intelligence. So coming here at IDC, you're going to get the best merchandise at the best prices, and you're going to get the best experience. International Diamond Center at Celebration Point, online at shopidc.com. Who can you trust with your automobile these days? Hey, it's Steve Russell. As you drive around town, you'll see a lot of auto repair shop chain stores. Every time you go in there, there's a new person behind the counter with the same old song and dance, presenting you with a long list of expensive repairs. If you're tired of that type of treatment, do what I and thousands of families have done since 1975. Trust Dave Mays Automotive. Dave Mays Automotive is family owned and operated, and you can tell because they treat their customers like family. No long list of surprises. In fact, their famous bug checks designed to prevent surprises. They do it all. They'll take care of your entire vehicle. Dave Mays Automotive is located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive in the industrial complex behind Sunny's on Waldo Road. Trust Dave Mays Automotive. They'll get the bugs out. Dave Mays Automotive. We get the bugs. All of them bugs. Weather Center. Here is your WRUF weather update. Turning breezy with lots of sunshine throughout the afternoon and into the evening. Temperatures today, though warmer than yesterday, we should get near 280 degrees. Tonight, starting off mostly clear, then turning partly cloudy by tomorrow morning. Lows not as chilly as they were earlier in the day today. We should drop into the mid to upper 50s. Partly cloudy skies tomorrow afternoon. Highs in the low 80s. In the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max. Dan Orlovsky with us now, guys. Right now, I can be Keyshawn on one-on-one, absolutely. Dan's not one-on-one. Damn, Dan's not bad, but Dan, I, can't, I can't put Dan over Key. Dan, you lost your mind. Hey, if we're playing 211, I'm 100% beating Keyshawn. Only thing you're going to beat me in is swimming and golf. Key, Jay, and Max. 
Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. The Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. And anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. And online at WRUF.com. Let's think back to 1962. John F. Kennedy is the president. The New York Yankees win the World Series by beating the San Francisco Giants. Yeah. Well, also in 1962, the Gator baseball team won an SEC championship. Jim Duncan is a member of that team, and at least nine of the 21 players are going to be back for this reunion when Florida plays Tennessee this weekend. And Jim now joins us. He was a catcher and left fielder on the team. Jim, thank you for doing this. I'm, I'm interested in this. Um, but, but let me go back to something you told me and explain to people who are listening. You said to me in the email that it was the first Gator team in any sport to be ranked number one at the end of the season and that you missed out on Omaha by a rain-shortened game in the regionals. Tell me about that. Yeah, we had a uh, – of course, we won the Eastern Division, and that, that just a little bit of history on it. But um, back then, of course, they had two divisions, and um, the East and the West, and Tulane was in the West, Georgia Tech in the East. They're not there anymore, of course, but we won the Eastern side and beat Mississippi State in the uh, two best two out of three playoff and went to Gastonia, North Carolina. They had eight regions – then for the NCAA and in that game or in that region was Wake Forest from ACC and FSU was always there because they were such a super independent and then uh, uh, West Virginia from the old Southern Conference was there and then Florida and uh, we we went up there we felt really good about the game we beat FSU and in the first game one to nothing and then we lost the game, and we came back in the losers bracket, and the game was um, a three to one, and it was in the uh, fourth inning, and I had an opportunity to pinch hit, hit a fly ball, and a guy named Earl Montgomery was on third base, and lo and behold, uh, one of the umpires did agree with FSU that he left the base early. Of course, Dave Fuller was livid about it. All of our players were. Uh, no way in the world he leaves early. But that ball game would have been a 3-2 to two game, and we still had somebody on base. Well, as it turned out, the next inning it started to rain a little bit. And then FSU comes up in the bottom half of the fifth inning and just swings nine straight, three guys up, nine strikes, because they felt like it was going to rain. So they're leading. We go out in the sixth inning and have runners on base, and all of a sudden the umpires call the game. Mm. There's no makeup. There's nothing. And we we lost 3-1 to one, uh, in uh, what is, uh, even in the records, a rain-shortened ball game. Wow. Uh, I, so, I was not aware of that. That's interesting. Um, yes, and 
the, the ranking at the end of the season, um, you, a lot of the records back then, Steve, are, are just kind of not available. Up until a few years ago, Florida carried them in their yearbooks, but obviously, understandably, uh, you know, Florida had won uh, two more SEC championships. I think they won one in 52 and in 56 in baseball. Uh, but I don't believe any team, and of course, Tom Carlson and some of the others, might refute this, but I believe that that 62 team was was ranked. Uh, we were ranked pretty much all year long. The rankings in college baseball, I think weekly maybe did them. There were two or three places that ranked them. And, of course, Arizona State was always up there. We had a good team. We only lost four conference games that year. Uh, and that was that was sort of the highlight of it. But uh, we really wanted to go to Omaha, but, of course, we didn't get to. But we felt like that uh, we didn't get the best chance out of all of that. That's, um, that's interesting. Florida State ends up going. And, as you know, they've been many, 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 many times. But Michigan ended up winning it. And Santa Clara was a runner-up that year, and we stayed home and um, either listened to it or did whatever we were going to do after the season. Hmm. I had the pleasure uh, of meeting Coach Fuller and, and uh, you know, doing a lot of things with him uh, in my time here. How was he to play for? Uh, very demanding. Uh, the practices, we practiced. We practiced hard. We practiced situation baseball every single day. I mean, we – put runners on first and second and whatever situation we could have, second and third, first and third. We practiced a tremendous amount of double steals. And, in fact, uh, we led the nation in stolen bases in 1962. And uh, the UF official records say we stole 105 bases in 35 games. Um, newspaper accounts maybe have about 108. But uh, obviously, that's probably been broken in the modern era. But, see, this was an interesting thing. We stole seven bases in the third and final game of the SEC championship at a best-of-three series of Mississippi State. The headlines, of course, were Gators steal SEC crown. <laughs> yeah. We won that ball game eight to seven. And we three... Three of those steals were of home. Wow. We worked We worked on the double steal um, ad infinitum. I mean, we worked on that a lot. And we had guys that could run, and we did. We, uh, you know, hit behind them. We bunted. Uh, Coach Fuller had this uh, sort of a platoon system uh, against lefties and righties, and he stuck with that pretty much. We only had 21 players, only carried six pitchers. Um, the catchers call the balls, you know, call the pitches, and the pitchers, well, you shake them off or pitch them, and uh, guys would pitch, you know, very, very, very a few times would we not have somebody go at least seven innings in a ball game. But uh, it was a different era, a different time, uh, but we we felt really good about that. We had a lot of, a lot of things going on, but uh, – um, you know, not a lot of home runs. Of course, the Wood Bats were there. We we played there. Dave Fuller was he was a master at at seeing two or three or four hitters ahead in terms of what he wanted to do with us, depending upon 
you know, where the next guy got. And, and he was not above pinch hitting uh, with a three-and-one count on a guy. He'd tell you to get the bat and go up there and, and either get a walk, but don't dare strike out. Hmm. Uh, I've seen him pinch hit with two strikes on people. And um, uh, we didn't strike out a lot, I'll tell you that, because uh, there were 90 rows of stadiums to run on the discipline end of things when things weren't going well and uh, you weren't getting the best that you had. He demanded the best, and uh, I enjoyed playing for him. I learned a tremendous amount of baseball, and um, uh, it, it was it was good. Uh, of course, the pitching machines were pulling rubber baseballs and it was an entirely different era back then. Yeah. I'll, I'll end with this. Uh, you said at least nine of the 21 players are going to be there uh, this weekend. Right. You guys keep in, you guys stay in touch and, and reminisce well, a lot? Uh, not a whole lot, but Tom Moore, who was uh, – Tom was an All-American. Yep. He was a third baseman. And uh, he's kind of kept this thing going. They had the 50th one. I'd had knee surgery and couldn't come to that one. But – uh, we're going to gather there at the Holiday Inn in, uh, in downtown there at 13th the University. I had a meet and greet on Saturday afternoon, and then on Sunday morning uh, we'll have a reunion kind of thing where we'll, you know, have some uh, testimonials and some remembrances and that type of thing, and we'll go on to the ball games. We'll be there. Um, I'm, I'm sure we'll be. I'll be there all weekend. I can see some tickets, but uh, on Saturday. Uh, some of the guys with it on Sunday. Uh, we hope to have at least uh, nine, maybe ten guys. Unfortunately, we've had eight of the uh, fellows who have uh, passed away. But one one more thing, Steve, that might be just a, an interesting thing. In one of the games of Mississippi State, um, and this is legendary, a line drive hit to Tom Moore at third base. It hits him in the head, bounces in the air to Earl Montgomery at second base. He catches it, stepped on second base, and we make a double play. Wow. So kind of an interesting kind of uh, kind of turn of events. But I look forward to seeing the guys and their, their families that will be here. And, uh, you know, it's not – most of us are 80 or older, uh, but uh, I went on and played in 63 um, and 64 and – course we didn't we didn't win the sec uh, we had some good teams but uh back then you only played um you know 20 games and if you got a game rained out that was just tough you never made them up we played two on the weekend play a friday game and a saturday game and that was uh, pretty much it but uh, i love baseball love to watch it I've had the privilege of coaching some good players through the years but um and, and our guys are, are did well Okay. We didn't have anybody go go pro, but Tom Moore could have played. But he went with the Clearwater Bombers and was sort of all world in softball for um, for quite a while. Yeah, and, I remember uh, that. Of course, of course, Dennis Aust, who played in '61. Uh, of course, uh, Dennis went on and pitched in the, in the big leagues. But uh, you know, salaries and those kind of things. Most every one of our guys were college, were graduates. And so we went on and went into our chosen fields and um, whatever happened, and, and it did. But there's some great guys on that team, and um, not not many of them live. In fact, I think I'm the only one that actually lives in the Gainesville area. Bernie Haskins 
uh, used to live in Alachua, and he passed away back uh, last year. But they're scattered all around, most of them around Florida, uh, a few in Atlanta, and then a couple out in Texas. But well, I'm sure we'll look forward to seeing them. It should be a fun reunion. I'm up against a break here, Jim. Thank you for letting us yeah. know about this and enjoy the time with the guys. Good. Appreciate you having me, Steve. Okay, Thank Jim. You. Yes, sir. Thank you. 1244, time check brought to you by Hayes Jittery, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Matt Rothman. The Florida Gators softball team will host USF tonight for a midweek game. The Gators, who rank 8th in the nation, come into the game with a record of 34-9 and beat the Bulls 12-0 in their last head-to-head meeting in February. Live coverage is set for 5.50. Following their 6-5 win last night against the Chicago Cubs, the Tampa Bay Rays will be back in action tonight. Drew Rasmussen will pitch for the Rays as they go for a series win against Marcus Stroman. The Rays are 6-6 this year. First pitch is scheduled for 6.30. Also, Santa Fe Baseball will also be in action against Daytona State College following their 11-3 win on Monday. Santa Fe comes in with a record of 25-21 this season and have won four straight. Start time is 3 o'clock. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Matt Ruffin. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. Hey, folks, it's Steve Russell. I've been telling you for a long time now about my friends at Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries in Gainesville. Well, this month, a brand-new milkshake, and you know how good their milkshakes are. It's the Unicorn Shake, an explosion of magical flavors. If you're in a hurry, you can also order ahead at DickMondell's.com for a quick pickup. And Dick Mondell's is hiring new team members looking for competitive pay and flexible hours. Contact jobs at DickMondell's.com. Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries. Great burgers, great salads, and great shakes, too. Spring has sprung. And with the warmer temperatures, it's time to heat up your outdoor entertainment. Hi, this is Tom Collette at Electronics World. Upgrade your outdoor space now with the latest gear at Electronics World. With outdoor TVs from Sunbright and Samsung, outdoor speakers from Yamaha, Sonance, Speakercraft, Kef, Martin Logan, and more. We've got everything you need to entertain your family and friends. Come see and hear for yourself at Electronics World in Gainesville or online at electronicsworld.net. What do I love about the water? Reeling in a good catch. Oh, yeah, that's a keeper. Teaching the kids to swim in the lake, then pushing them on a rope swing over the creek. And watching the sunset with the family out on the boat. In our life jackets, of course. Discover the joy of being on the water safely. Life jackets save lives. Wear it, Florida. This message is brought to you by the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission. Visit myfwc.com for tips on how to keep you and your family safe on the water. Sometimes a family needs a little help to deal with life stresses. You can contribute to happy, healthy childhoods with a few simple steps. Notice families under stress. Offer a helping hand. Give your time. Talk about healthy child development. Connect a family with resources. Contributing to a great childhood can be as easy as being a good neighbor. For more, preventchildabusefl.org. This message is sponsored by the Ounce of Prevention Fund of Florida, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. We know you love listening to WRUF, but we also know you're busy. What? I'm very busy right now. Miss a show? Well, you're in luck. All you have to do is open up the WRUF radio app and click on podcasts. Thank you, sir. May I have another? From Sports Scene with Steve Russell to the Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, the guy's latest content is available for you on demand. 
Enjoy. There for you every jam-packed hour of every busy day. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. It's the Dean of Sports Talk in Gainesville, Steve Russell, on ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM, WRUF. I'm going to do this now, A, while I still have a voice, such as it is. Um, one of the great things about my job, and there are many, is I get to work with very talented young people who leave the cocoon of our college and go out and uh, get a job in our industry. That's what my producer is going to do. Nicole, she's Nicole, go ahead and get on the mic there um, because I was just telling everybody that this is your last day. Um, Nicole is going to be working in Nashville. So how cool is that to go to a great place like that? And uh, three and a half years, is that right? Two and a half? Okay. So um, want to wish her great success. Um, she will do well. And uh, it's been a lot of fun having her here uh, producing this show. And I can't believe it's been two and a half years either. But, um, again, there's, there's always great uh, pride in that. And a little sad when you don't see familiar faces. But then they come back and then you see how well they're doing. That's why I'm here. I mean, doing this is fun, but that's why I'm here. If I have, you know, this much to do with somebody getting, getting work in our business, then I've done my job. And it's great to see that. So um, we're going to see Nicole do good things. So I wanted to give her a shout-out today. We will now <clears throat> take your phone calls, I hope, 392-8255, and you can email. My voice is getting worse. Um, S. Russell at WRUF.com. William says, who are your picks for the Stanley Cup? Um, well, I'm a Rangers fan. William, and the Rangers are doing pretty well. If the Rangers can't win, I'd like to see Toronto win. You know, they, they, were a, they are a flagship member of the NHL, and they haven't won a cup in a long time. And then Colorado in the West is really good. Um, their their goal differential is ridiculous. So if I had to pick from my heart, the Rangers, um, but I think Colorado is really good. And, you know, the Lightning, I think, will be there, but they played an awful lot of hockey. And I think it's going to catch up to them eventually. Steven says, in your opinion, is there a minimum number of SEC wins for them must achieve to play in the postseason? Yes. Fourteen. And even that doesn't that doesn't guarantee anything. We have seen teams that finish fourteen and sixteen in the league go to the postseason. But I'd be much happier if it got down to that where it was fifteen. Because fifteen and fifteen with Florida's RPI, 
is going to get you there. It just is. But but 14, Stephen, is the one, is the number I think you, you set. All right. Oh, by the way, speaking of um, alumni who've done pretty well, Laura Rutledge, right? Zeta Tall Alpha is proud to announce that Laura will receive the 2022 Zeta Outstanding Alumna Award for her excellence in sports broadcasting. She'll get that award in July in Texas. So, again, pretty cool thing to see. All right, PG, if you're listening, you can call me now. You got some time. I got some emails, but I'd rather get phone calls because I'm getting kind of tough here. 392-8255, and you can email at srussell at wruf.com. Rodney says, how does Vandy seem to always have several African-American ballplayers, many from Florida, than UF? Do they have a de facto, do they have de facto more scholarships? Um, no, but they do get around it. Um, some people think they cheat, and I guess if you're not a Vanderbilt person, um, you, you could understand how they do it. Remember, every team gets 11.7 scholarships. It can be divided among a maximum number of 27 players on a 35-person roster. All players have to get a minimum of a 25% scholarship. You can have eight walk-ons. But Vandy's a private school. They have something called, I think it's Opportunity Vanderbilt, um, which says any student, any student who is admitted to the school would not be prevented from attending due to cost of tuition. So that's how they get around that. I believe I'm correct in that. Somebody can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that's right. Uh, oh, Bill, uh, as far as booing college athletes, you said, I agree with you 100%. I never would have thought I would ever boo a college athlete. But now with NIL, I would at least think about it. Joe emails, says the same thing essentially, um, that, that yes, if he knew an athlete was making a whole bunch of money, um, <coughs> he would boo. Would you? Would you? One, one argument I've never bought is that, well, they're, they're, still, they're still kids. They're making more money than you and me. Okay? I'm not, again, I'm going to say this. I'm not saying they don't deserve it. I'm not saying they don't have every right to get it. They do. But it changes the game. Does it not? It does. Paul, um, your thoughts on uh, the orange and blue game? I did finish watching it. I mean, look. I don't know what I could glean from that and say this is going to happen, that's going to happen. I'll tell you a position I feel a lot more comfortable with. Now, offensive line. 
They got veteran guys in there. You got the transfer uh, that played for Napier. And a lot of juniors and seniors there. I think that's got that position has a chance to be pretty good. And that's not been a strength sometimes. That's what I got out of that. Let's bring Rick to the show. Rick, hi. Hey, Steve. How's it going today? Okay. That's good. Now, on this NIL and college football or college sports period, I've never been a big fan of giving them money. I know years ago they used to have a stipend, but, you know, they're given a $60,000 education. Yeah, they're out there playing and they don't have a lot of money. I would like to see them cap the NIL to like $50,000. The kid can't make it on $50,000. You know, there, there needs to be something. And as far as booing, I believe once you start making money, you're no longer an amateur. You're a fair game for whatever the person wants to do that's buying the ticket going to the game. Uh, that you know, that's just I guess I'm old fashioned and where, you know, you love the game and nowadays everybody's just in for the big buck no matter what and you know, that that's my feeling. <laughs> well, I'm gonna go back to something I've always said. Rick, that the whole idea of this really, in my opinion, began because of the insane money the NCAA was making off the backs of these athletes, and they were unwilling to share it. Now, if you look back, if the NCAA had said, hey, we're going to share some of this money, we're going to give you a percentage or something, maybe this whole NIL thing would have never happened. But instead, now, you know, you're, you're, you're talking unionization. You're talking about going into the portal to, and this is why the booing, that was the thing that tipped me, that you can go in the portal and basically renegotiate your deal. I mean, that's what this is in some cases. So if you're able to do that, I don't want to hear well, they're only 18 or 19 years old. If you're 18 or 19 and you can do that, then you you face whatever consequences there are. Right. Yeah, they, they need to come. Somebody needs to come up. I don't know if it's the government or NCAA needs to come up with some guidelines. Like you say, you know, there's too many loopholes these kids can jump in and out of. And like you said, most of them make a lot more money than we do. Yeah, and I don't begrudge them that. I don't. Oh, no. I don't begrudge them that. But it's the. Look, if you're older and you remember, you know, college athletics, it, is, it just isn't the same. It's not. It, the college athletic landscape I grew up with, probably you grew up with, has changed. And it's changed forever. That's just how it is. Yes, sir. I agree. And it wouldn't surprise me if they start. Going that way in high school. Oh gosh, that, that'd be that'd be devastating. All right, thank you, Rick. I appreciate your call. Um, Debo Samuel, former South Carolina player, uh, has requested a trade from the San Francisco 49ers as draft day looms closer. That's our first hour. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 AM, WYUF. I'm Steve Russell. Come back and join us for hour two.
left Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. Dr. Kim is so, she's spiritually and uh, personally and physically a beautiful person all the way around. That's what I admire most about her and that she's up on the latest techniques and everything that's going on in the field that I feel a lot of confidence in, and I just, I enjoy being around her and talking to her. How about Dr. Art? Well, I think the biggest thing is that, that he stays so far ahead of everyone else technically. You know, you, you don't worry about what he's doing in your mouth because it is the best. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. Radiant Credit Union has the financing you need for all your outdoor fun. Whether you're fishing the flats, exploring rivers and springs, skiing around the lake, or camping in the great outdoors, Radiant has you covered. Our online application makes applying quick and easy, and our great rates will help you stick to your budget. Get finance for your next boat, RV, jet ski, or ATV at radiantcu.org slash outdoors. Radiant Credit Union is federally insured by the NCUA. Life is all about choices, veggies or meat, sleep in or hit the gym. Luckily, choosing Cox Internet over AT&T is easy. With Cox, you can always choose Internet that can deliver speeds even faster than 5G providers. With AT&T, you don't. That's easier than packing a swimsuit for the pool. Get Cox today, the no-brainer choice for fast and reliable Internet. Based on GigaBlast download speeds up to 1 gigabyte per second compared to average download speeds over 5G. Download speed up to 1 gigabyte per second requires Cox's 3.1 modem with 2.5 gigabyte per second Ethernet port. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Welcome to Hour 2 of Sports Scene for this Wednesday. Apologies. You know, it's funny. All the years I've done this, I don't really get sore throats a lot. But I got a doozy now, <clears throat> so uh, I apologize for that. I'm going to try to make it through here. Nicole is producing today her last show before she goes to Nashville today, or later on. <coughs> She'll be missed. <clears throat> but now, uh, we have partnered with the Gator Collective, and it's been a lot of fun for me because I've gotten a chance to talk to some of the Gator student-athletes that perhaps I wouldn't get a chance to talk to and also give, give you a chance to get to know them. So we're going to talk now to Gator soccer player Delaney Talzel, and she now joins us. Delaney, welcome. Thanks for doing this. Delaney, are you there? Hi. Um, it's it's actually kind of hard to hear you. I don't know. It sounds like it's, like, breaking up a little bit. Okay. We'll, we'll try to get through this. My apologies. Um, first off, um, how'd you get to Florida? Why'd you choose the Gators? Wait, I'm sorry. I really, um, can I, should I try to call back? Yes, you can. Sure. All right. We're having issues here and I don't know why. Um, but is that a caller? Okay. She's going to try to call back. Um, 
okay, I'm not sure we're going to be able to do interviews here, but we'll try again. Okay, Delaney, is that is that better? Is that better, Delaney? Oh, no, it's, it's doing the same thing again. Okay, I don't know what we can do here. Um, tell you what, Delaney, um, I'm going to have my producer get a, a, a number for you, and we'll try and call you, okay? Okay. Okay, let's do that. All right. Um, okay, go ahead. Um, go ahead and see if you can do that. Get a number. Well, go ahead and get a number for her. Do you have to do it in here? Oh, boy. Okay. How crazy is this? Okay, well, she just left anyway, so she's not there. So, well, I need a, uh, I need a volunteer to call because if we can't take phone calls with my throat, it's not going to be a whole lot of fun. So, um, we'll see if it works. William says, you're correct on the Opportunity Vanderbilt program. It's an embarrassment that college baseball still has 11.7 and a volunteer coach. Pathetic is the best way to describe it. I applaud Vandy for figuring it out. Wish we could do the same. Players getting paid doesn't really have an effect on my feelings toward booing. I personally don't boo specific players at any event. However, I do think player criticism in a form your show provides is fair. I've been very critical of Colby Halter on your show this season as an example. Uh, Daryl says, with the NIL now, when we'll start hitting the fan as far as ticket prices going up and booster fees increasing, I know it's the sign of the times, but this is heading to pro football. Well, again, you've got the Gator Collective, which is designed to help raise money from alumni. And I think that's the, the idea. I don't know that it would, Daryl, go directly in terms of your ticket price is going to go up because of, um, of that. But anyway, PG, hello. Hey, Steve, I can hear you. Okay. So uh, I just wanted to talk a little bit about NIL and um, kind of just jumping on the conversation uh, that's been going on. But so – Part of my thing, and I agree with you, is that it went on too long and there was a lot of money being made. And um, there's some other parts to that, too, though. Like a lot of the other sports that don't generate money, that actually lose money, were funded off of the sports that made money. So how do you go back on that now, especially with travel costs and are you going to ask the schools to to you know eat some of that cost because they were you know offsetting that through the big sports and it is a little i mean it does feel unfair to the football player let's say that's generating all the money and is a star player and wasn't making anything but that money was shared and there were profits above that too but i don't understand how you really how do you change that at this point does that make sense how do you fund those sports if you're not getting it through football or basketball to an extent well, why wouldn't you? You're still getting revenue from it. Well, yes, which leads me to where I'm going with this. The schools the schools are not paying the kids the NIL dollars. I don't know any other example. Uh, 
I don't know, NASCAR takes sponsorships, and I guess you're seeing it on soccer teams, but they still pay their athletes or their drivers. Uh, the colleges, the universities, I guess the only real repercussion they would have would be if a booster says, you know, I want my money that I'm donating to you to go to NIL, which then in turn would go to the players uh, instead of the school, so they would lose that revenue towards the school. So, I mean... It's a great business. I mean, this is a good idea for college athletics. If you really break it down to that, they're not paying the players. They're losing a little bit of income on those donations uh, that might have gone to them or might not have. I don't know. But they're still not paying the players. So what would stop student athletes from saying, I, I want more than a scholarship? Because the colleges and the universities and the, uh, the, the different conferences can't even get on the same page on anything, so now you want them to get on the same page on NIL? You get what I'm saying? Yes, I do. Um, and, so, uh, and that's going to be the problem, right? Because it's, an, it's a competitive advantage now, PG. And I think the schools that have the competitive advantage don't want to lose it. No. So why would you, if, if you're a school that's really making out with this, why would you care if there's legislation? Why would you care if the, you make the playing field level? You don't want the playing field level. So that's, in my opinion, part of the problem with it. Yeah, and I just – and the other thing, too, I heard a caller say, and I, and I agree with him on the premise, like, you know, going – I think Tony had, had mentioned this, like, if you – it's year to year. They're going back into the transfer portal. But that's what the scholarship is. It's always been year to year. Well, yes, it's respected, but in a contractual in a, in a contractual way, a football scholarship is year to year. The schools have always honored that, unless there was trouble or some other really out outlying circumstance. But that's what it's always been, is it right? I'm not wrong about that. No, it's been a year to year deal. But I mean, so, I think we all know, though, PG, that in recruiting back in the day, if you yanked somebody's scholarship for you know, that would come back to hurt you. you know, yeah. It would oh, hurt yes. you and in the recruiting trail, even though they are year to year. Yeah, and that's an unwritten, yeah. you know, honor. But yeah. what I'm saying is in the court of law, in, in you know, contractual terms, it's a year-to-year -year deal. And that's what it's always been. So the player is using that now to go back in and see what he can get because he's seeing somebody else get it too, or she is. You know, a new newcomer on the transfer portal comes to School X. That guy's been at School X, and he's like, hey, I produced here. I'm better than him, or I feel like I am. I should get mine. So I, it's just, it's kind of like, I don't know how you fix it, Steve, because if you look at it, like, really objectively, it's, it's re I don't know. I don't, I don't have an answer for it, because they can't get together on much anyway because of, like you said, like, not wanting to give up power or money or status from the schools that are making out. All right. So... Anyway, that's my that's my two cents. Man. Right. I don't know the right answer. PG, thank you thank for you. your two cents. Appreciate it. Let's bring Tom to the show. Hi, Tom. Hey, Steve. Hope you get better soon. Yeah, this is uh, uh, not having a voice and doing this is not good. Yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, two things I want to touch on. I want I want to touch a little bit on the basketball portal, and I didn't get a chance to call in about uh, your question about Joe Paterno yesterday. If I may touch okay. on those two items with you. Okay. On the portal situation in basketball, and I imagine it may be the same in football, 
Is it basically unlimited the amount of times the kids can go in the portal now? Uh, well, remember, you can only transfer once without penalty. In other words, where you don't sit out. Okay. So, yeah, you can go in the portal. For example, Florida's had a couple of players that used to be here, Noah Locke being one, went into the portal, went to Louisville, and he's back in the portal. Right, because he didn't play. Well, he played, but he didn't, you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I, I was just curious about that because it, it seems like everybody's jumping into this portal left and right and then jumping in and coming out, and I was just curious how many times you were allowed to do that. Yeah, because, again, you're only allowed to transfer without penalty one time. Okay, well, thanks for clearing that up, Steve. And uh, to answer your question yesterday about Joe Paterno being 10 years um I, I went to Penn State. Um, most of my family went to Penn State, as well as cousins and and sister-in-laws and everything. And I, I had the golden opportunity of actually talking and meeting Joe Paterno several times. And, you know, the reality of it is it was just a mess the way the media handled that whole thing. In, in my opinion, when, when Joe was told by uh, that, uh, assistant coach that something was going on in the showers that one night. He was kind of vague about it to Joe in the first place, but Joe, you know, reported it to his superiors, which is, I would think, what a head football coach is supposed to do. And, you know, head football coaches, especially during the season, their minds on football. And that that's my, no excuse. Well, my guess is, as Joe said, I handed this over to to my superiors. They're going to handle it. And he went back to his business. Now, later on, when he knew all the things that happened with these different fellas with Sandusky, you know, Joe made the comment, I wish I could have done, I wish I would have done more. But, you know, the reality of it is the courts and, and all found him not guilty of anything. And the guys that were guilty just basically got hand slaps with the exception of Sandusky. And so my answer to you, should they do something, statue or nothing, I say leave sleeping dogs lie. Just let it go the way it is. The, the people that knew Joe and, and knew, knew him personally will always revere him. And the people that didn't know Joe personally will have their opinion of him no matter what is said. And that's all I want to say on that subject. And, and thanks for allowing me on your show. All right, Tom. Thank you. 115 Time Check brought to you by Hayes Shittery, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Molly Cooper. At Kelly Seashell Presley Stadium, the number eight Florida Gators softball team faces the USF Bulls tonight. In their last matchup with the Bulls, the Gators won 12-0 on February 13th. You can catch live coverage of the game right here at 550. SCC Women's Tennis Tournament play starts today and goes on until Sunday, April 24th at the Alfred A. Ring Tennis Complex in Gainesville. The number four Gators' first match is on Friday at 9 a.m. Florida men's golf begins postseason play today at the SEC Championship at the Sea Island Golf Club in St. Si Simons Island, Georgia. The last time the Gators won a championship was in 2011. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Molly Cooper.
ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. What's the number one mistake sellers make when selling their home? The answer may surprise you. I asked Ocala's real estate expert, Scott Caldwell, with your home sold guaranteed realty, this important question. With over 18 years of experience, he's seen it all. The buyer's market, the seller's market, and yeah, even the historically low inventory market, which we're in right now. He says one of the biggest mistakes sellers make is not planning ahead. When you have the luxury of time to sell in this hot market, do your research. Find out what your home is really worth. If you need to buy another one, Scott Caldwell has off-market listings that never hit the MLS. Did you know almost 50% of sales are with off-market properties? Because Scott has over 8,000 buyers in his database, he has all the information you need to help you plan ahead and net the most money. So plan ahead by calling Scott Caldwell at 352-209-0000. That's 352-209-0000. Or visit CaldwellHasTheBuyers.com. Highfield MRI is growing and expanding their business. Construction is underway and later this year they'll be adding x-ray and ultrasound capabilities. If you need a scan, go with the best. Gainesville Highfield MRI. There's a reason why so many doctors refer their patients to Gainesville Highfield MRI. They're kind and compassionate. They help with insurance issues. They're claustrophobic friendly and the scan times are so much quicker than other imaging centers in the area. Gainesville Highfield MRI, located in the Millennium Center on 43rd Street and Newberry Road and online at GainesvilleHighfieldMRI.com. The crack of the bat, the roar of the crowd, the taste of peanuts and Cracker Jacks. Is anything better than baseball? Steve Russell here. Join Jeff Cardozo and me every Wednesday at 11 for On Deck, a one-hour show where we'll break down all things baseball. Curious about the MLB season? What's Sully working on with the Gators? We'll dissect all of that and more every Wednesday at 11 a.m. during On Deck. It's sure to be a hit, and it's here on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Veterans, whatever you're going through, don't wait. Reach out. Find resources at va.gov reach. That's va.gov reach. Brought to you by the United States Department of Veterans Affairs and the Ad Council. The following is a commercial announcement. There's nothing like hearing the songs you love on local radio with no subscriptions and no monthly fees. But there's a new bill in Congress that could stop the music. If passed, this bill would tax your local radio station simply to play the music you love. Text LOCAL to 52886 and ask Congress to support local radio stations. Help us keep you connected to the music, local news, weather, and traffic that you need each day. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. Before we left the hospital, my daughter received her newborn hearing screening. It only took a couple of minutes, and it was a painless test. When our son was born, the doctors tested his heart and found out his blood oxygen levels were low. As a dad, nothing is more important than your child's health. It was that initial screening that led to her early identification of hearing loss. And as a result, we found out about our baby's rare condition, which allowed us to review treatment options quickly. Go to floridanewbornscreening.com to learn more. From the diamond to the dugout. We are your home for Florida Gator Baseball. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. 
Sports Scene with Steve Russell on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Always like that. One of my favorite bands. They can do it all. They can make it rock you. They can great ballads. And they had a lot of hits over a lot of years. That, and I think they're an underrated band, too. I don't know why, but I do. Anyway, enough of that. 3928255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. Uh, John says one of the big negatives for me when booing is a ref makes or allows obvious holding on a pass play. The quarterback does throw the ball. The receiver drops it. The crowd boos the ref, but the player thinks they're booing him for missing the ball. Um, John, I would say this to you. If the player is thinking that, then they have no cojones. None. Don't be on the field then. If you're that thin-skinned to where, you know, you're thinking that, I, I, I mean, I, I don't know that I want you on my field. Uh, but he says sometimes there's no, it's hard to know why the crowd is booing. I agree. He said in 2-6, Tebow would come in for a play or two. The crowd would boo when he was taken out. Was the crowd booing Chris Leak for coming in or the coach for pulling Tebow? Pulling Tebow, without question. Um, he said, I'd like for you to argue Trinity Thomas is currently the best gymnast in the world. I don't know the gymnast on the USA team and things like that. I wouldn't think she was as good as them. Could you make the argument she's the best collegiate gymnast in the world? I think you make an argument for that, I think, John. Um, Roger says, you have a chance to read the article on Paterno. I said along, yes. I think it speaks directly to the caller you just had defending Paterno. Fact is, he didn't want to see what was happening, so he didn't. Yeah. I Look, that if, for those of you who don't know what I'm referring to, it was something E60 did on ESPN because it's been 10 years. Since that happened. All right. Let's get some calls, please, uh, for the rest of the day here. 3928255. Email srussell at wruf.com. Baseball won, so you know, for the time being, that's okay. Speaking of that, tomorrow, assuming I have a voice, Vince Ferrara from the Sports Animal in Knoxville will join us. He'll preview Tennessee baseball and he'll talk a little spring football too. I hope to have Tennessee baseball coach Tony Vitello here Friday, even though he can't <coughs> coach the <coughs> first couple of games. Uh, he's making the trip. So hope to have him here uh, on Friday. Uh, Jim says, Steve, I've never believed in booing an athlete, and I guess I still don't. Uh, they, if, In the end... They're still 18 to 22-year-old kids. And even though they may be making more money than me, they still are kids. So I will not boo them. But I understand, he says, why some people would. Well, yeah, I get it. Oh, I love this one. Peter says, uh, Steve, are you happy with your Mets? Hell yeah. Yeah. They just swept a doubleheader from the Giants. They're 9-3. and three. Yeah. And I don't know also, um, 
why is it just me or don't you think the NBA playoffs have been pretty good so far? I think they've been better than they have been in a while, and it does not move the needle here at all. At all. And I know the NBA playoffs last a long time, but isn't that what fans tune in for? I'm not saying the regular season is meaningless. It's not. Of course it isn't. But playoff time, I've never understood the argument the playoffs last too long. Isn't that what you want? Isn't that the culmination of the regular season? Don't you want the playoffs to? Would you rather watch the playoffs than watch, you know, a regular season game? I would. In most cases, I would. Baseball today, some afternoon games. Jonathan India, by the way, put on an injured reserve with an injury. He's gotten off to kind of a slow start. The Reds are 2-9 and nine to start the year. Uh, not good. Pittsburgh, Milwaukee today. Sox and Cleveland, the Guardians today. Atlanta and L.A. They're playing an afternoon game in L.A. today. 3 o'clock. Philly and Colorado, an afternoon game. Cincy and San Diego, an afternoon game. Everything else tonight. Let's bring Rob to the show. Rob, hi. Hey, Steve. You know, I know this is a stupid question. I and you know Al Horford couldn't possibly play into four decades, but he's playing into three decades. And watching Al Horford play for Boston, what, what's your take on watching Al Horford? I mean, it's just unbelievable to me. I'll take make some comments about Al playing still, and I'll take it off the air, Steve. Thank okay. You. Yep. Thank you. Uh, it's I mean obviously very good. I mean, he's thirty five years old. He isn't like he's forty eight. He's not like Udonis Haslam. But, I mean, you know, and he's bounced around a little bit, but he is still playing meaningful minutes for Boston, and that's good. I mean, I think that's great. And, you know, for whatever Gator basketball is or isn't, think about all those players, the Brewers and the Noahs, they're gone. Al Horford, still there. So, yeah, I think it's really good. Um, and he's also making $27 million this year. And the only reason I knew that, I had read a story about Al Horford a couple of weeks ago. And, you know, so he, he make oh, he's making good money. Okay. Um, all right, I'll just go ahead and do this now. Um, all right, we're going to attempt and try to uh, bring in uh, Delaney here. Delaney Talzel from Gator Soccer is now going to join us. Delaney, can you hear me now? Yeah. Sweet. I apologize for my voice. I've got a sore throat, so I apologize. Um, there's so many things I want to ask you, but the obvious. How did you get into soccer? At a young age, when did you pick up the sport, and when did you know you were pretty good at it? Yeah, I started basically as early as I possibly could. I started <laughs> when I was like three or four, and, of course, I did – Lots of other sports, but soccer was just always my favorite. And then it came to the point where I had to, like, choose because everything was getting so competitive and it was a no-brainer. I just chose soccer. My whole family was also into soccer. 
so that was a big thing too but yeah i just i've loved it ever since <laughs> yeah now you're a, a state of florida native why'd you choose florida well yeah i grew up a florida fan both my parents went here actually and other family members too like my aunt and uncle and even my cousin but so i've always been a florida fan but not only that it's an amazing school and has an amazing athletic program and also like when i was being recruited like the coaching staff and then the environment with the team and everything just really drew me in um if you didn't play soccer what sport would you have played hmm. i actually was pretty big into gymnastics really and dance yeah <laughs> but um i also did swim i really enjoyed swim but I don't know. I really can't see myself doing <laughs> anything to <laughs> What do you think of Coach Amato? Oh, I think he's. I think he's great. He's got a whole new perspective, and I think he's like really pushing us and teaching us that we can like break our limits and get out of our comfort zones, which is really great for all of us. Like this spring, especially, I've seen everyone pushing and like breaking limits that they never did before. Like fitness-wise, strength-wise, like, mentality-wise. I think he's really good for that. Delaney, I'm, I'm going to tell you, I'm not a, you know, I'm, when, when Coach Burley was here, she would always help mm -hmm. me in terms of soccer. I didn't play the sport, so I didn't want to ask stupid questions, but I'm going to ask a question here. I hope it isn't stupid. Um, mm -hmm. With C Coach Burley, you may have had a particular style of play. With Coach Amato, maybe a, a style of play. Are they different in terms of what they are, they're preaching in terms of style of play? Well, of course, Becky was really, really big on possession and like playing out of the back, specifically like working your way up. And I'm not saying it's a different style of play. Like the people on the field really ultimately determine how the style of play goes by the way you're playing. But I would say it's less like, keep it back and forth and in front of our own goal type stuff. And we're still, we're still of course, trying to play possession and play like a, a good style of play. But, yeah, I would say it's less, um, less I, like that style, yeah. I know you have a new facility. Um, it must be pretty sweet. Have you had a chance to see it yet? Yeah, actually, yesterday our whole team got to tour it, and it's so, it's so amazing. <laughs> it's honestly like none of us expected it to be all – how it, how amazing it was. We got the whole new locker room and a whole new film room and all of that's connected to our like treatment room where we'll go and get cold tank and treatment with our um, athletic trainers. And then there's a whole like lounge area where you can get food and snacks and it, we're going to be there all the time. <laughs> new place, right? With a lot of amenities. Yeah. Um, had yeah. you guys seen drawings of it, or was that like you walked in there and went, whoa, look at this? Had you had a chance to see it before? They've given us a little virtual um, like presentation of it a while ago with some pictures, but it really like didn't. I, I was not expecting all of it that it was from that. But, yeah, we'd seen pictures of it, what it was going to look like. Um, I'm interested in your thoughts on the NIL. Uh, Delaney and and you know for the opportunities for student athletes I've always felt you know you get what you can get I mean there's a the NCAA makes insane money and if you can make what you make you do what are your thoughts on the NIL I think it's a great opportunity for athletes I think it's really 
what you put into it, you'll get out of it. Like, if you you can go along your day and not make anything from the NIL, but if you actually put in the time and try to find, like, there's tons of things out there that you can do. It's just a matter of if you want to try and find stuff to do for it. Okay, last two things. Academically, uh, what are you doing in school? What do you want to do when you get out? I'm studying APK. It's Applied Physiology and Kinesiology. Oh, my God. And then (laughs) from there, I want to go to grad school for probably physical therapy school and be a physical therapist. And then I've got some other options, too, but that's probably my, my top goal. Um, final question. Um, what's the, what's the best thing for you about playing soccer and about playing Gator soccer with your teammates? Really the experience here. It's nothing like it. You literally get lifelong friends and that's, that's honestly the best part about it for me. And just being a Gator, getting to wear the Gator on your chest and be a part of this program. It's, there's nothing like it. Okay. Uh, I apologize for the technical stuff, but we got it right, Delaney. So thank you for doing this, and uh, appreciate your time, and thanks for letting uh, Gator fans know a little bit more about you. Oh, thank you. You got it. Thank you, Delaney. Delaney Tausel, Gator Soccer, part of our uh, collaboration with the Gator Collective. It's been fun for me to talk to these kids uh, because I don't get a chance to – I mean, I would never really interview her. You know, uh, it's great. And I get to know them, not only, you know, what they do as an athlete, but – you know, off the court or the field or whatever. So fun for me to do. One thirty-three time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN ninety-eight one FM, eight fifty AM, WRUF. The flagship of the Florida Gators, ESPN ninety-eight one FM at eight fifty AM, WRUF. Patients like Heather haven't felt this good in years, thanks to natural biologic treatments from QC Kinetics. I have really bad arthritis in my right hand and my shoulder. Both would wake me up at night because they would hurt so much. Since I've been going to QC Kinetics and had the treatments, I'm already seeing such a difference. My pain level is just almost gone. If you have chronic joint pain and are tired of using steroids and drugs and really want to avoid surgery, call QC Kinetics to learn more about how natural biologic treatments are giving patients lasting relief. Why did I wait? This is so great. Especially the way things have been going these days. Things that you took for granted, we haven't had the option to do. And now I want to do them. I want to go out. I want to go for walks. I want to go hang out with my kids. And I don't want to be hurting. Don't wait. Call now to learn more about regenerative restorative treatments that help your body heal itself. Call QC Kinetics. 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. QC Kinetics. 352-400-4550. Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. What I'll eat, I just don't know. Hey, Bob Rose here, and every time I look at the menu at Copper Monkey West, that's what I say to myself. They have so many delicious options, it's hard to decide. Should I get the chicken pot pie pasta with chunks of tender white chicken with veggies and rotini pasta in creamy chicken and cheddar cheese sauce? Oh, yeah. Or maybe one of their USDA choice steaks like the 12-ounce Certified Angus New York Strip. Maybe it's the black and redfish over wild rice with veggies. So delicious. And, of course, there's always the legendary Copper Monkey West Burgers, voted best in the area numerous times. You know, that's the thing, because whatever I end up choosing, I know the service will be top-notch. Because warm smiles and friendly faces make for a wonderful dining atmosphere. Is that what you're looking for? Good food, good service, good people? Well, it's all at Copper Monkey West in Jonesville. I'll see you there. 
Daughtry Tree Service has been voted Our Town Magazine's favorite local tree company for 2020, as well as the Newberry Business Hall of Fame for the third year in a row. Call us today for a free estimate. And remember, at Daughtry Tree Service, there's no tree too tall. We do them all. Since 1988, the Alachua Conservation Trust has helped preserve more than 54,000 acres of land and wetlands in 16 north-central Florida counties. From easements to historical preservation to environmental education, your donation to the Alachua Conservation Trust assures these lands and new ones are protected for generations to come. Visit AlachuaConservationTrust.org to learn more and to make a donation. That's AlachuaConservationTrust.org. In 1971, we established the Meldon Law Firm, and since that time, the firm has been dedicated to getting the justice our clients deserve after being seriously injured in an accident. Our commitment to this community is paramount, and we won't back down in representing our clients. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators, now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Turning breezy with lots of sunshine throughout the afternoon and into the evening. Temperatures today a bit warmer than yesterday. We should get near 280 degrees. Tonight starting off mostly clear, then turning partly cloudy by tomorrow morning. Lows not as chilly as they were earlier in the day today. We should drop into the mid to upper 50s. Partly cloudy skies tomorrow afternoon. Highs in the low 80s. In the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. This, keep it on the down low here, is the Dan Patrick Show. Everything bagel, it doesn't have a name of the flavor. It's like saying my favorite team is the NFC East. You can't do that. you got to pick a team. I will, I will go to the bat on be the NFC. Like, my favorite team is the NFC. You know, it's right. incorporating a lot of... It's the, the Rob Lowe would have a, a hat that's a bagel. Like, the hat that's just said NFL. You can't, everything bagel should be off the floor. Dan Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gator soccer coach Tony Amato, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. All right, I'm going to spend the last uh, few minutes today talking about a sport that I like, but I suck at. Golf. I wish, I've said this many times, when I grew up, there was a woman golf pro who was a friend of the family, and she often said to me, come out and hit some golf balls with me. Well, we, weren't, we didn't have a lot of money, and I was embarrassed because I couldn't buy clubs, and I, 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 we couldn't afford it. And so I never really played golf very much. And then I got in this business, and you play in scrambles and whatnot, and I was just god-awful. Scott Dombeck, who was the pro at West End, at least gave me some lessons where now I'm not you know, embarrassed to play, but I mean, I'm not going to shoot 70, I can tell you that. Well, I want to talk about Billy Horschel. Billy Horschel is known to have a temper, and he's had to apologize uh, at different points in his career about showing emotion, throwing a temper tantrum, et cetera. He just did this 
at the Masters this year. Okay, so he actually um, apologized on Twitter. Okay, and he did it. Didn't have a problem doing it, and uh, he said, "Quote: I am, and I've always been a fiery competitor. Unfortunately." The fire inside me sometimes runs hot when I'm not getting the most out of my game. This leads to some instances where my conduct is not what I wish to show, especially as a role model to the younger generation. Okay, That was during the Masters. This is the latest from Billy Horschel. I think I've done a better job of handling it and trying to do it in a proper way especially in a way that doesn't affect anyone I'm playing with. Like I said, that's me. And that's the way I'm always, or it's always going to be. This is going to sound blunt. It's going to sound bad. But if you don't like it, I honestly don't care anymore. I've cared enough over the last 13 years of my career to try and please everyone that watches me. And you know what? I can't do anything more. I've done everything I can. If you don't like me for some reason, I don't care anymore. Gator assistant coach Billy Horschel. What do you think of that? Because golf's a screwy sport anyway, right? You can't show, you can't. You can't slam your, you, you, God forbid you do that, right? Golf clap, right? All that. You think what he says is out of line? I understand the golf etiquette. I understand that sometimes he, for golf, he does cross the line. But he's basically come out and said, too bad. Larry says, was wondering if you know if the public will be allowed to tour the new athletic complex do you mean the football one or the soccer one? I don't know. Uh, hard for me to watch when we play Vandy in baseball up there on TV because of the whistler. He's, a, he's annoying. It's hard for me to get past the constant whistling to enjoy the game, but I realize that's become a part of Vandy baseball. Yeah. All right. Um, Nicole, go ahead and take that call, and we'll get him on here or her or whoever it is. Um, yeah, I mean, the whistler is annoying. And it's even worse when you're doing a game there. It's even worse. BB says, looking into NIL laws, which are governed on a state level, most seem to include stipulations that the athlete must disclose an NIL deal they enter into to the university. But here's the elephant in the room that seems to be missing. Do universities have any legal requirement to publicly disclose the NIL contracts of their athletes and the associated dollar amounts? I don't think so. I don't think so. If, if if I'm wrong, somebody correct me. Michelle, hello. Hey, how are you? Sound a little froggy today. A lot froggy, yes. <laughs> I understand that completely. Um, so I wanted to comment on um, the Billy Horschel thing. One of the greatest things that I have discovered in these 53 years of my living was when I got delivered from people. People will run you into the ground. And because of what they think, what they believe, how you should act, how you should do whatever. 
as long as you're not rude and disrespectful, you you have the right to be who you are. If he's fiery, if he's, you know, one of those that's high energy and all, I get it if he may need to apologize because he either said something out of line or did whatever, but this whole trying to please people and, and trying to change who you are to um, to please the masses, you'll be in the crazy house and they'll be going on with life because you around here going in circles trying to make sure this group is happy and that group is happy. So I don't have a problem with it. Billy Horschel, get delivered from the people and move on with life. The only thing I would say to that, Michelle, I think in any sport there's an etiquette. You know, there's there's things you sort of do and don't do. And golf is uh, really different because of its rules. You know, the golf clap. You don't yell. You know, in, in the NBA and the NFL, you scream your head off, right? Correct. But in golf, right. you have to be quiet when the guy or girl hits the ball. I mean, come on, okay? Right, and, and I get that. And, and I, I fully understand the etiquette piece of it and how you have to – do things, and that's why I say if there are certain things that do, and you need to apologize for. But who you are is who you are, and these, this sometimes for me, and I'm just gonna say for me, sometimes the etiquette of things can just be a bit much. Okay. When you are now again, when somebody's trying to hit the golf ball, and you need that, you know, that full concentration. I get it. No, you shouldn't be doing that. But it's kind of like with tennis too. You know, tennis is supposed to be that whole you know, polite clap when whoever wins. And, and that's kind of, that's changed a whole lot, you know, and you see the players reacting and doing stuff because, again, they want some excitement as well, and you want that. So And like I say, I don't know the whole specifics with Billy Horschel, so I'm, I'm talking in a general sense because I didn't see what he did and what he had to apologize for. But I don't have an issue with his statement saying, if you don't like me, if you don't, then, you know, fine. Because okay. sometimes you have to just get – like I say, delivered from people so All that right. you can be happy and go on. So oh. anyway, that's my two cents. Okay, Michelle, thank you for your two cents. <laughs> this just broke, and it's huge for Kentucky. Oscar Shibway is coming back to school. Many people thought he'd be going to the NBA draft. That changes Kentucky's dynamic greatly going into the season. 146, time check brought to you by Hayes Jillery. Final segment coming up, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Sean Humphrey. Number eight Gator softball is at home tonight. Florida will host the USF Bulls as they try to make it five wins in a row. The team will be without second baseman Hannah Adams, who is expected to be out for three weeks while she recovers from a hand injury. Coverage starts here at 5.50. Gator men's golf finished day one of the SEC tournament today. Yushin Lin was the team's top performer, shooting two under par. Florida finished the day at two over. In football news, ESPN's Jeff Darlington reports that 49ers star receiver Debo Samuel has requested a trade. Samuel caught 77 passes for 1,405 yards and six touchdowns for San Francisco last season. Several teams are reportedly interested. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Sean Humphrey. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
The difference between what you can get at IDC versus a mall jewelry store is like night and day. We can present a customer more options than you would if you went into a mall, let's say, and stopped by seven different stores. You can walk into an IDC and be presented with twice as many options. Meet Angelo Nader, who came to IDC after years of mall store experience and couldn't believe the difference in selection, value, and quality. We have designer brands that most stores have never even heard of. Takori, Viraggio, Fana. We have Christopher Designs, Henry Dossi. These are vendors that before IDC I had never heard of. Heard of. I've worked in several mall stores, and they simply don't carry them. And at International Diamond Center, you're not working with retail clerks. You're working with seasoned jewelry professionals who will teach you, guide you, and give you the level of service you deserve at a price other stores can't beat, inside or outside the mall. We are one of the few places that can provide you both with great quality service and unmatched pricing. International Diamond Center. The merchandise that we have is unmatched. The prices that we have are incredibly competitive. Our quality is unsurpassed. At Celebration Point. Longer days, warmer weather. This is the time of year you need to be enjoying life without joint pain. Time to call QC Kinetics. QC Kinetics is helping people here and all over America get real lasting pain relief. They use highly concentrated cutting edge natural biologic treatments that can restore and repair damaged joint tissue, getting to the root of the pain. It's life changing. You can get back to moving like you used to with no drugs, no surgery, and no downtime. If you have nagging pain in your knees, hips, shoulder, or back, and you're done with steroids and pain meds, call QC Kinetics. And if they're telling you surgery is your next option don't do it call qc kinetics for a free consultation and free second opinion learn more about these amazing natural biologic treatments enjoy this time of year doing what you love call the local medical professionals at qc kinetics now now with offices in ocala and the villages 352-400-4550 that's 352-400-4550 Protect your hard-earned savings from inflation with Radiant Credit Union's Adjustable Rate Certificate. Many investors are waiting and watching as interest rates continue to climb, but inflation could be eating away the value of your savings. Our new Adjustable Rate Certificate lets you invest now, knowing that twice each year, your rate will automatically adjust to keep up with interest rates. Learn more at RadiantCU.org protect. Radiant Credit Union is federally insured by the NCUA. We're all on this planet together. So join Odyssey in counting down to Earth Day. With 21 days to go, here is one thing tip number one. During the spring and summer, hang your clothes outside to dry instead of using the dryer. Not only will you save electricity and money, but your clothes will get that fresh outdoor scent. Join Odyssey and together, each of us doing one thing makes a greener tomorrow. What's your one thing? Kids are amazing, and at Florida Kid Care, we think their health care should be amazing too. That's why millions of Florida's kids from birth through the end of age 18 get their health and dental insurance for free or at a low cost, and your child can too. Apply today at floridakidcare.org or 1-888-540-KIDS. That's 1-888-540-5437. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard has led to a lot of firsts for me. It paid for me to be the first person in my family to go to school. That education got me to the first day at my dream job, which I can still hold while I serve part-time. That job and the home loan benefits I got from the Army National Guard helped me buy my first house. 
I also know that I will be one of the first to respond if my community ever needs me. Sponsored by the Florida Army National Guard. Aired by the Florida Association of Broadcasters and this station. Coming up at four, it's the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. All right, got an email here. Thought football players showboat too much. Man, baseball players just as bad. Yeah, they do. That That's changing the game, too. Todd is next. Hi, Todd. Hey, Steve. Uh, thanks for talking golf today. I really appreciate it. Sure. Um, talking about the Billy Horschel thing, I, I, Michelle, your last caller, I think, made a great point. All of us are often surrounded by too many people, and the noise gets really loud. And so I was thinking about Billy Horschel. He has basically three constituencies that he's got to answer to. You know, the one he can tell the fans that he doesn't care about how they, whether they like him or not. I think that makes complete sense. But he also sort of has to play by the rules of the tournament that he's playing in. And then also the, the thing I'm interested in as a, as a coach is what message is he sending his, his team by, by saying basically, well, I'm just going to be me and I don't care what anybody else thinks. Um, I'd, I'd be interested in how he handles one of, one of the UF um, golfers if they act up or get a little bit too cocky. Yeah. I mean, I, I would, you know, the old saying, do as I say, not as I do, um, because I think that's what you have to do. And, and I can tell you this, Todd, and I'm not ashamed to say it. When I played uh, competitive softball, um, and I'm, I'm ultra competitive in anything I do, and from a young age, I had a really difficult time controlling my temper. And it took my teammates one time to tell me, hey, man, we love you, and we, we love your competitiveness, but if you don't straighten up, you won't play. I mean, yeah. think of that. I was a grown man, and my teammates had to tell me that, and, you know, it straightened me out. And, you know, I struggle with that. You know, when I golf, I know I'm not a good golfer, but, you know, I hit a bad shot, and I don't, I don't throw stuff, but, I mean, it's – it's. I get it. It's hard to do sometimes. Right. You know, um, the very fact that he sort of did, so he apologized as a result of something he did at the Masters, right? So he yeah. he knew that he had stepped over a line. Yeah, but now he says, this is who I am, and if you don't like it, okay. I'll, I'll, be, I'll be interested. In it, it, you know, I watch a lot of golf and follow golf closely. I'll be interested to see how he handles how he handles himself, um, you know, in the next tournaments if it doesn't go well for him. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Todd. I appreciate Thanks. your call. Yep. John will be our final caller, I think. John, hello. Hey, hey Steve. Uh, it sounds like Billy wrote that email when he was mad. He, maybe he hit a bad shot or, or and then wrote the Twitter or whatever he did. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I disagree. If you – if you say I can't control my anger, so I'm going to just do it, live with it, I I agree it's hard to control anger. It is very difficult to control anger, but you never give up on trying to control it. You you, you should always strive to to not show your anger. I mean, I, I 
I think that's everybody's goal in life is to not be the person who just says, I don't care anymore. And, you know, looks like a five-year-old throwing a tantrum. Like, like I said, I've, I've been there and done that. Um, you know, looking back, but you got rid of it, right? You tried, you worked on it and maybe it shows its head every once in a while, but you don't, you didn't tell your team, I don't care. I'm going to, I'm going to do it anyways. No, no, but I, I understand his point. Golf is not a team sport. Number one, you know, most of the time. And I think what he's just basically saying is I've tried over the years to do things right. I haven't always succeeded, but this is kind of who I am. I'm still going to keep trying, but if you don't like it, oh well. I mean, that's how I yeah. read it. Sure. No, I got you. Is it? If you're playing golf and you hit a bad shot and throw your club into the lake, is that a penalty? Are there penalties for doing stuff like that? I don't know the answer to that, but I would imagine there are. But I don't, okay. maybe somebody who follows the PGA Tour can tell me that. Because my, the reason why I say yes is because, you know, they are so strict with etiquette. I would think you just can't take your club in, in, in the water, but maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I think a 10 cut break in every club, but a seven iron it, <laughs> uh, cracks me up. Um, uh, I was saying the Trinity Thomas thing because she beat the the girl that came in second from Auburn won the gold medal all around at the Olympics. Yeah, that and Trinity beat her head to head. Yeah, but that's one event. Oh, it is, it is. Um, and I remember watching the Olympics, thinking to myself, Trinity is better than these girls. I, I you know, because she was good last year. She's amazing. She is amazing. Um, the um, final thing I wanted to ask you is, um, what is your opinion? I know you're not a, a tennis guy, but Wimbledon is not allowing any Russians to play at Wimbledon. Yeah, saw that. I know that's political, but w- what is your opinion on that? <sighs> I, I understand why, certainly. But I don't, you know, I don't know if that's the venue for it. Because if I'm a Russian tennis player, maybe I don't agree with what the government's doing. Exactly. But I'm being penalized because I live there. So I see that side of it. But I also understand the message that's being sent to. Yeah, I, I, I understand the message as well, but it's not the Olympics. You know, I get the Olympics doing it, but not a pro sport. Um, anyways, thanks, Steve. Okay. Yep, John, thank you. Um, I'm going to gargle and gargle and gargle and gargle, and hopefully tomorrow I will not sound uh, like this. Uh, but thank you for putting up with it and getting through here. Uh, our thanks today to our guest, Jim Duncan, who is he and his Gator baseball players from 1962 are celebrating a 60-year anniversary of the SEC championship team. And Delaney Talzel, Gator soccer player, joining us here. My buddy Vince Farrar from the Sports Animal will talk to us tomorrow and talk Tennessee baseball and football. One last time, Miss Nicole producing the show today. We thank you for listening. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. 
WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM.